You are listening to an exclusive on PodHub Network. Your city, your podcast. To the delight of this crowd, McClendon marches down the dugout steps with first base. McCutcheon's throw. The runner breaks to the plate. Here's the throw. Wow. You are listening to the North Shore 9 Podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Also, make sure to watch NS9 Live every Thursday on Twitch and help support by becoming a patron. Let's go, Bucks! Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to NS9 Live. I'm your host, Anthony DiNardo. With us, we have Tyler and just Tyler. No Jim, good riddance. Good show coming up. Much better show than usual. Much better. Much better show. So how you doing, Tyler? I'm here. Pirates won. That was weird. Probably <laughs> one of the most fun Pirates games we've had all year. I ask how you're doing, and you say, uh, I'm here. Look, man, I I know we've been talking about like the thought process of tanking being a loser's mentality. But with a month left, I'm kind of like, eh, if they're down 7-1, just lose the game. But we wouldn't have but, witnessed this. But, 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 okay. they played the Cardinals, who were in the wild card hunt. So, it's cool. So, that's the caveat. So, you would have rather have lost, like, if it was, say, the Diamondbacks. Yeah, exactly. Take the L. Like they did this week, whenever they came back on them. And if they're going to come back... I want them to come back because it's Brian Reynolds and Brian Hayes bringing them back. I don't want to watch Yoshi hit a bomb. Why don't you want to see Yoshi hit a bomb? I want someone that's going to be here in the future to bring him back. How do you I know Yoshi won't? He's a free agent after this year. So bring him back. Not going to happen. You don't think? I will tell you one. Ben Sherrington has done a phenomenal job of catching lightning in a bottle for one week from everyone he's picked up. <laughs> that's, that's actually the best way to put it it is lightning in a bottle for a week and then <laughs> well i guess except for alford and fowler yeah but, but after that yeah it's like everything i pick up he just comes here and just dominates just just completely dominates everyone loves him and then he just goes off and becomes a pumpkin i don't know i mean jim and i talked a little bit this week about yoshi i mean he has power and he's showing it Cool. cool. So is Michael Chavis. <laughs> cool. I know. I know. I know. I'm going. Lightning in a I'm bottle. just going to let it play out. As I said, I'm not going to have and hold high expectations for Yoshi. It's fun. It's cool. But I mean, if it lasts through the end of the year and he's getting the playing time right and the opportunity, it might be a discussion. I mean, I'm sure he's not going to command a lot of money, obviously, right? He's been DFA'd twice. <laughs> And there are enough spots that need opened up for mediocre players. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's fun. It's fun. Yoshi's fun. Uh, I mean, what you're saying, though, yeah, you would, of course, I'm sure, rather see, like, Cabrian Hayes, you know, Reynolds be the ones that are dominating. Not that they had bad games by any means. Like, I get what you're saying, though. You want to see them perform and be outstanding and not guys that aren't going to be here. But, again, at the same caveat, I mean, it is fun 
when Wilmer Defoe is the one like embarrassing the Cardinals. You know what I mean? Yeah, that that's the one part. It's the Cardinals who are in a wild card hunt, which they're not going to win. They're not getting into that spot. But yeah, they're not good when it's the when it's the Diamondbacks. Though it's like, man, do we have to watch like some guy that's not going to be here next year? Bring him back, right? And like the thing about your tanking, like I. I understand. I mean, you want to look at the betterment of like the future. Of course, the higher the pick, the odds are more into your favor, right? It doesn't guarantee anything, but you would rather have a number one pick and not the number five. I mean, that's that's a fact, right? I would rather have the first pick. Doesn't mean the first pick's going to pan out, but regardless, so like I get what you're saying. It's it, thing is like it's going to be a good pick regardless this year. On top of that, the Orioles are just pathetic. However, mm-hmm. however. Can we can we talk about the Orioles winning their second game? Of course, it's against the Angels. Like, how pathetic are the Angels? You have like the best players on the on the entire planet on your team, and you let the the Orioles end their streak of losing and then and then win again. They won thirteen to one today, I believe. So that's like tee off on Shohei too. Um, I can't remember. Let me let me look. Yesterday, I know Shohei was pitching, but I thought he pitched well. But that was only up until a certain point that I saw. Uh, the Angels lost six to ten, and Shohei did have four four runs in five innings, three homers. Okay, yeah, certainly not. So as it bad. wasn't it wasn't as much teeing off as it was on Mitch Keller today. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. That was bad. That was bad. <sighs> If we're at a point, the guy's got like a 70 RA. You can't put him out there. So what I find funny, you know, we know the show's coming up after the game, right? You and I know we're doing a show. The game's looking pretty pathetic. And all I can think about is, you know, I'm I'm just getting tired of talking about Mitch Keller. I'm getting yeah. tired of the same old song and dance. You know, what's Mitch Keller? What's Mitch Keller? What do we got to do with Mitch Keller? You know, what's happening with Mitch Keller? He comes out here and performs bad. We got to talk about bad Mitch Keller. Now, luckily, the thing, like the game changed. So it was a good tone. Mm-hmm. But still, like, I'm just, I hate talking about Mitch Keller anymore. Like, that's just where I'm yeah. at. I, it's not that I'm anticipating, hoping for the season to be over, right? But, like, to a degree, like, I almost can't wait for the season to be over just to put this all behind us. Like, at least now we can look for a fresh start with Mitch Keller because he's just awful. And I don't know what it is. We've we've talked and discussed. We brought up last week, of course, about you know, possibly the bullpen. I don't know if that's the mm-hmm. answer, but I'm, I'm just at this point, I'm over seeing him. Not that that's best for him. Like, I mean, of course, he still needs a pitch. That's going to be the best thing for him, but I'm, I'm overseeing him. I'm tired of talking about yeah. him. I think it's more just tired of talking about him because it's been every week for the whole year because there's not much else. But we are getting to a point where it's you got to do something. You can't keep trotting him out there. So what do you do? Put him in the bullpen. But we rehash. We don't need to rehash that. Okay. I mean that's that's fair enough. I'm with I know you. It's, it's it's just the same thing every week. But it feels like he pitches every time we have a damn podcast. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it's not him, it's the other Keller, which is him. So it doesn't really matter. But, like, I'm at the point, I know we don't want to talk about him. I don't even know if his stuff is that good. 
at this point, he's like said 93. He's middle, middle. Fastball gets teed off on. The slider and curveball flashes, but he misses with it so much. Yeah. And to get to this point, you better have a good slider of curveball. But that's like he was known for that curveball, too. I mean, yeah. he had a great curveball. Thank God for Brace Wilson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not to, not to talk too much on, but again, like Mitch Keller tonight, he had three walks and all three were the leadoff batters. I mean, that's just yeah. like his MO, too, is let's walk the leadoff guy and, and then uh, oh. not strike anyone, not throw strikes at anyone. So we get hit, you know, teed off and score all the runs. I'll even give him like that pitch to Arenado that he hit out. But it's a good two seamer that's off the plate. It's just a good piece of hitting, but that that's two of the seven runs you gave up. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. You know what? Let's I'm with Jim. Jim said something. We were going to end it here anyways, but yeah, incredible comeback. And we're talking about Keller, you negative Nancy's. So yeah, let's, let's move on from Keller. So it was a great, it was a great comeback so, I, I, again. Like we were talking about this show. Like I was just in the depressed mode. Like we got to talk about this stuff. And then mm-hmm. the pirates come out. What was it? Six, six straight hits on Cabrera. No outs. Score all the runs. And I mean, it's 7 11. The Pirates win. What an epic comeback. And just to highlight it once again. So, yeah, here's the guys that got the hits. Your hit leaders were Chavis with four, Moran with four, and then Defoe and Polanco with three. Like, there's your, there's your elite lineup <laughs> Chavis, Moran, Defoe, and Polanco. Some more hits, and they're going to get the rest of the year. (sighs) It was—I don't know—I had so much. It was a—it's just a weird game. Like they hit the ball hard all game, and then they just suddenly hole, 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 hole. And they were falling. They're finding holes. Hey, lot, lot of talk about Polanco today and yesterday. it was good to see him have a good night. Let's get into that. Let's let's get into that. We gloated a little bit here about the game, but let's talk about Polanco. He is such a polarizing player right now. Also, another reason I talked about the season to end. Like this team, this this needs to go. Like this team needs to get like, get good soon because. Like Polanco is the talk about, like you know, like how polarizing yeah. he is and everything. Like this is why this team needs to get good because as a fan base, we're just completely bored. We're so bored, <laughs> you know what I mean? That like Gregory Polanco is like the talk of the town and everything. Now, obviously, with everything that happened this weekend, I <sighs> you say it's good to see what happened to him, and I agree. It was as a personal thing. It was reported. Erroneously, some things about Gregory Polanco, which wasn't true. He would just put on waivers. That's it. Just put on like waivers. Many of like many of players are. Right. No big deal. So there's a lot of people out there, you know, he came out today and talked about he had some words, and of course, people you know expand upon him and make him more than they are, but you know, he he was honest. He was just being honest. Like he is just he's upset. I'm out there in right field, I'm trying hard. Every day I'm putting in the work, uh, you know, and I'm out there and I hear people talking about, you know, DFA, Channing, you know, you suck, get rid of you, release and all this stuff. 
and you know, it makes them sad. It hurts them. I I don't disagree. I have some some words on this. You know, like as a player, I get everything he's saying. Like I don't look at it and say you need to toughen up. You need to do this. He has been like like he's been going through this for a while, right? Am I am I wrong? No, he's he's been pretty polarizing since he's gotten here. Well, that's true, but I'm saying like the poor performance and everything. Like this has been right. going on for quite some time. Through this entire tenure of Polanco, right? And a lot of the poor performances. He's done it with a smile. You know, you've never heard him complain. You've never heard him being outspoken about the fans, this and that. So I want to say, like, for the people who are saying, like, toughen up, get out there and, and play, he has. He's literally done that. Like, this is the first time you've ever heard anything. The other thing that bothers me is, you know, I see the comments out there that, you know, we we pay for your – first of all, he's the highest paid person on the Pirates, which means, like, what? You know what I mean? Like, okay, I, you're the best JV basketball player Ooh. on the team, right? <laughs> You would know something about that. <laughs> I'll take that one from you, Tyler. But uh, so, so right. Like, okay, great. So he's the highest paid. One thing, it's not his fault. Right? Okay. So it's not his fault he's the highest paid. And the thing is like, okay, and he, and he stinks. Like, we, we're out here. We pay your salary. First off, I'm tired of hearing that stuff too. Like, you don't pay his salary. I don't want to hear that. If you pay his salary, then you know what? You pay the waitress's salary too. And that gives you the right to scream and holler at the waitress in the restaurant? No. Right? Do you, you pay the salary of the person you go to the buy your wash and dryer off of? Can you just yell at them in the store that you're buying the wash and dryer off of? You know, like everyone pays everyone's salary. We're all, we're all customers of something. That doesn't give you the right to be an asshole to anyone and everyone. So, like, I don't like that argument either. And the other thing about this too is, yeah, he does stink. Like, I'm, I totally agree. You know, as I said before, I wouldn't be upset if he was DFA'd. I'm not upset that he's on the team either. I understand both sides of this. But he is on the team, and he does stink, and he realizes that too. But it's not as if, like, I don't want to say he can control it. You know what I mean? Like, he just stinks. But it's, it's not as if he's done something, like, egregious. It's, it's not like he's Alex Rodriguez, who you know, cheated numerous of times, just like a bad dude. And you're the home team. You're booing him. You know, you're booing for like this reason. Gregory Polanco just stinks. And I know that sucks. Right. But like, to me, that doesn't give you the right to feel like you can be an asshole to him. That's, that's where I'm at. You know, I mean, you don't have to be a terrible person just because the guy he is, he's doing everything the right way. Yeah. He stinks. And it sucks that he stinks. And I'm sure he feels a lot worse that he stinks than you, than myself, than anyone listening to this or anyone sitting in the right field stands. Sure, he does, but you're a professional athlete and you're going to get booed. Like, I don't think you're being an asshole by booing someone. Like, yeah, people cross the line. It is what it is, but he's a professional athlete. They get booed all the time. You got to get over it. He stinks. You said it. But at the end of the day, they keep him on this team because it's a developing team and you need a veteran clubhouse presence like him in there. Also, no one else is picking him up. So apparently he's worth more to keep on this team than he is to be sent off and get paid to do nothing. But you're a professional athlete. You're going to get booed. You got to get over it. 
And I'm not saying he was whining about that. He wasn't. He was just answering a question. Mm-hmm. But the people, I see the tweets are, it's wrong to boo guys with this, that, and the other. And it's professional sports. They get booed. Get over it. Yeah. I'm not just like discrediting what you say. Like they do get booed, and but that's that's part of what I'm saying too. Like he's been being booed for for a long time. There's been a lot of people calling for him for a long time, and he has taken it fine. Every day he goes out there with a smile, you know. So like I just want to like end that. Like oh, he's being a crybaby, and he should man up. And he's done that. Yeah, I don't think he's being a crybaby at all. I think he just answered the question. That's exactly how I felt, and it was honest. It was open and honest. But what really kills like, yeah. me is the fact, is the reason he had to answer that question right now. Like, to me, that's the problem, is the reason he has to even ask or answer these questions. It's, it's all because it was poor reporting. <laughs> exactly. From a terrible report that should never even happened. No, it really shouldn't have because it's a waiver. He got placed on waivers like probably 70% of Major League Baseball players get placed on waivers. Right. It happens all the time, and then they get rescinded if they get claimed half the time. But so they like, play small waivers. It just happens. It's baseball. Yep. Yep. And you don't, I think the thing is, too, like you just don't hear about it as often now because there's no actual like waiver deadline where before mm-hmm. it, was, it was like getting leaked. You know, hey, this guy passed waivers, so now anyone can trade for him, you know, or this guy, there was a waiver claim yeah. placed on this player. So who is it, you know? And, are they going to trade them or, you know, get, you know, there, there was a reason there was more newsworthy reasons to report this stuff. Now there really isn't opposed to just he's on waivers and he's open to anyone. That's yeah, all it was. If you're the pirates, they're probably trying to do right by Polanco and put him on waivers. See if a contender picks him up one, you shed a little bit of salary and two, you get to let him go play somewhere else. Right. Which is cool. And I mean, that would be the smart thing to do anyways on both sides. Like, hey, Gregory, you know, we're going to give you the opportunity to play for a contender. Doesn't mean you're going. Right. We're going to give you the chance. Here's the opportunity. Yeah. Someone picks you up. You can go. And for the Pirates, you're like, hey, we just ate like, you know, $5 million. So this is, this is a win yeah. for us. But that's the what it was. Only, the only losing scenario is if some idiot reporter puts it out. Incorrectly. Yeah. Incorrectly. So it serves up all kinds of stuff now. And now it's Gregory Polanco week. And everyone has to be divisive on it and like you said it's, it's all this controversy because we're just bored as a fan base just yeah. completely well, bored yep yeah, just it is what it is and guess what's going to happen now we're going to talk more about gregory Blanc because he had three hits that's right and we'll probably have some extension talk so so that is i, I do have to say like i do feel for him i agree he stinks I'm not a like i don't want an extension i this is this is the last year of oh. gregory Blanco as a part for me, point blank. Doesn't mean I hate the guy. I love the guy. I I give him all like all you know the best wishes and everything. Um, I, I feel for him, you know, and that's why mm-hmm. seeing tonight it did make me happy. It made me feel good for Gregory because if anything, like if you know the writings on the wall, right, and you have the fan base booing you and all this controversy going on, this is a good way. It's got to make him feel good right now too. Three hits. Oh, I'm sure. Three hits and two doubles. Yep, three hits and two doubles. And back to the original point here. There's nobody else to put out there right field. 
I mean, yeah, you can probably put like Holy Park out there, maybe Cool Tucker. But Polonk is playing like twice a week at this point. And once we expand rosters, he's probably going to play even less. Mm-hmm. There's not much harm in him being here. Yeah. Who's he taking at bats away from? There's nobody. That's just, that's if you, if you want to say that he's, if you want to say he's taking a bats away from guys, you can go across the diamond and say they're taking a bats away from guys. But Kevin Newman is taking a bats away from guys. <laughs> I, I'm so torn on Kevin Newman right now, too. I don't know if you listened to our show on uh, Tuesday, Tyler, but. Like Jim and I were talking about, like now we, you know, Kevin Newman finally gets benched and he's he's playing well. So what do you do with Kevin Newman? Do you just wait and find out? Do you just say screw it, you suck? I think you have to wait and find out. He's got to be back on the team next year. They don't really have anybody at shortstop coming yet, right? So he gets a little bit of time to see if he can figure out some ways to get on base with some swinging bunts and. I'm still for that. I'm with you. And, and then, all and then if he's not performing, which he probably won't, then you've got a bunch of utility infielders that Ben Sharon is stacked up on. Okay. Um I so I know it's early. I I'm not having too many big opinions on him yet. Like I still want to ride out and see, but we talked about Yoshi. Obviously, he's he's performing, right? It's it's a small sample, but he comes out, hits another home run today. Let's go ahead and talk. Again, it's very small sample, but so far what he's done, he's he's performed in Indy when he came over the trade. Got caught up. Chavis is Chavis is performing. So what I want to say here to at least him, you say about taking bats away. I mean, this is all evaluation, right? When you make the trade mm-hmm. for Chavis, like when you made the trade for him, it was basically just Let's see what he got. Let's see if he's part of the future. It was a low, low risk deal. You know, he didn't give up much for him at all, obviously. So Chavis is my new Hoy Park. Like I wanted to see Hoy Park until, yeah. well, you don't really need to anymore. We, until we saw enough Hoy Park. Right, right. So he's okay. He's he's in the minors right now. Get some of my bats there. Chavis is up. Chavis is performing. He's my new Hoy Park. Like I want him to get at bats every single day until I don't need to see him anymore. I was- as he should. I think you got to keep playing him. I think there's way too much swing and miss in this game. But you got to play him because I'm not a scout evaluator. So what are we going to do? Watch Wilmer Defoe. I know he he's performed well, but who's also performing? But like, well, do it's, we really need to see him? No, no, we don't. It's just, it is funny though. It's Wilmer Defoe is performing. He's actually, I mean, he's looked, he's come in clutch moments. He's, he's looked good. Yes. He's gotten lucky like tonight. I mean, I felt like two of his hits yeah. really shouldn't have been hits. Uh, but but I don't think Chavis's hits really should have been hits either. But he got four of them though. I know. Oh, don't lie. But once again, you you got to see him play. Yeah. I mean, since there's coming a, up, he's gone. There's a lot of pop in that bat. Yes. And that's the thing too. Like like with Yoshi, like it is there. That's it's a, it's a real skill he has. He's got pop. But if you can't hit, the pop doesn't really matter. Exactly. But we got to find out. Mm-hmm. Yes. And what better time than the present? 
because everyone else sucks. It does. And there's a giant black hole at second base. What's the harm in giving him some at bats? No, all of them. I'm going to say, so I mean, since coming up, his first game, now it was against Arizona pitching. I get that. But his first game over four, they went two for four with a home run, one for four tonight, four for four, right? Hold on, let me pull it up. As I stop, he didn't go four for five, did he? No, he did. Four for five tonight. So, I mean, he is hitting. It's nice to see. He did have the home run. Um, Yeah, I'm just with you. Like with Chavis, I have very, very low tempered expectations for him. You know, I I wasn't very high on the trade to begin with. It's kind of been a bust. He's really sucked uh-huh. in in the in the majors, yeah. right? He's yeah. he's kind of looked and fit that quad A type of mold, right? Done well in the minors, not so well in the uh-huh. majors. So very tempered expectations. But you're seeing, I mean, essentially everything you need to right now to say, well, here you go. Like keep getting your chances in at bats. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing else there. There's no one else to give at bats to at second base. Are you going to give him the Marcano? No, he's better off playing every day in AAA right now. Like Chavis, the time is now. You either perform or we're not keeping you. Because once again, we got a roster crunch. Of very bad to hopefully average players. Yeah. So you got to figure out who's the best of those. Who's the average? Poss- possibly below average players. Right. No, that's, that's just the thing. Like you just have to. That, I mean... Again, we've talked about it. Like that's why the trade deadline was maybe a little bit puzzling and such. There's been a lot mm-hmm. of guys that are rule five eligible. So that's really what you're doing. You gotta find out like who's going to stick or not. You know, is is Hoy Park gonna be protected next year or or not? Yeah. And there's too many guys. And Chavis is at that point right now where you gotta know. Is he going to turn it around? Because we've seen enough of Triple Boy. We know he can hit triple A pitching. Mm-hmm. We don't think he could hit major league pitching, but he hasn't really been given a true opportunity, even in Boston, to hit it. And like, too, think about that too. Like with these players, like what what pressure? You know, you're you're throwing up here and then the majors. Like think about Hoy yeah. Park too. You know, like Chavis. Like you're throwing up here and you know, this is your you got a month. This is your <laughs> performance. Yeah, I mean, the struggle of being a pinch hitter, right? Like you just get thrown into the uh-huh. game one at bat and you got to perform. You know, that's this is like the pinch hitting of the season. You know, you're thrown up here and it's like you got a month. You got to perform because if you don't, you might not have a job next year. So there's a lot of pressure for these guys too. Hell, for Hoy Park, Hoy Park didn't even get a month. No, he didn't. He didn't. A lot of guys aren't aren't even going to get a month once you start. Once you have like a one for nineteen skit. Next, there's a bunch of them waiting, mm-hmm. who aren't very good, but league just keeps spinning that wheel. Yep, and it's not to say Hoy Park won't get, but. You want to, you probably want to end the season on the roster rather than not. Yeah. So, and Hoy Park, Hoy Park will probably get a lot of Polonkas at bats down the stretch, I believe, in September. Mm-hmm. Once rosters expand. And then, I mean, even I know Gamble's played well, but I wouldn't be surprised if you start seeing him get sat down a little bit. Cause there's just so many guys that you got to see. Yeah, well, well, let me ask you this then too, because I, I wanted to talk about some players, um, not just like these guys too, but we'll bring up Gamble because that's very interesting. Uh, you know, we talked about the roster crunch as it is. You know, I don't, I wouldn't suspect Gamble in a long term, 
plan for the Pirates yeah. by any means. Like he's not playing in 2024, 2025, right? Mm-hmm. But he does have that year of control. He is playing well. So as you said, like he could give up some at bats, which I think could play either way. Like if the Pirates had plans to keep him, they could still give up at bats because I think they have enough idea of whether they're going to keep him or not, right? Uh, mm-hmm. But if they, depo- they if they feel like they don't want to keep them, of course it makes sense to give up at bat. So my question to you is, even with this roster crunch and his one year of arbitration left, do you think Gamble is back next year? I would tend to lean that he will be, just because the corner outfield's not going to be a position of strength next year. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's nothing there other so, than the guys we're talking about. No Polanco. Polanco's gone. Gamble up. Swagger, he's still rehabbing. A lot of the guys that we're looking at are in double A. You know, Matt Frazier, O'Neill Cruz. Frazier, I think, had another double tonight at least. Yeah, he did. <laughs> but God, there's a lot of beast. There are guys that are probably going to fill those spots by the time Gamble's gone. But I think he, he probably starts in left field on opening day next year. Yeah. I think I'm with you. Like as much as the roster crunch is, and you probably want to try to protect as many players as possible. Uh, Gamble's good. Like he has been solid. You know, is his tenure with the Pirates? He's played in. Well, tonight would be 81 games, and he's produced one WAR, 100 and. Well, I guess I don't know what he is with the Pirates. On the season, he has a 107 with the Pirates. He was on a 111 way to run credit plus. Uh, today, I mean, he has been. He has been good. He's been productive. And you're absolutely correct. Like, there is nothing as far as the outfield in general goes next year. Like, it's Brian Reynolds, and then who's who's left? So, Gamble. It's not much. Gamble fits in. And the thing about Gamble, too, is I feel like with uh, with this year, him being part of the Pirates for a length of time, and just like the way it worked out, like he wasn't like really a trade chip. But I feel like if, you know, he could be a trade chip next year. Not going to get a whole lot for him, but if he's a yeah. two war outfield, you know, corner outfielder who has a bit of a bat, you can trade him off next year. Yeah, I don't know if he'll be a two war outfielder, but I mean, he at the very be. least, he's a he's a guy that you can pencil into the lineup at the beginning of next year and maybe not have to go out and find someone a stopgap. Because at the end, if they, I mean, if they get rid of him, they're going to have to go find another stopgap. Well, that, 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 that's a good point. I, I know like where I stand is I would prefer not a stop, stop gap. Like if they don't keep a gamble, it's because they're saying we offer this guy a three-year deal. You know, we went out and we improved. Like we don't want to settle on a Ben Campbell. We wanted to go ahead and improve and get something better. I don't know I where they're going to go. With that. I, I, I'm kind of with you as well. I wish it would, but I will say this, like I would, that, that's why I think I want Gamble, you know, because at least he is solid. He also is a veteran. I mean, I just, I like the guy. I think. I don't like him, but he's played okay. No, no, I'm not talking about like <laughs> performance. Uh, like for the reasons that we like Polanco, like in the clubhouse, I don't think you hear about like yeah. Polanco. Like Gamble kind of just seems like he fits on this club. Like he, he, he's literally a pirate, you know, like just put a patch on him. And he is a pirate. <laughs> he just seems to. He's the blue collar guy, you know, he gets down and dirty and just, he just seems like he probably fits with this clubhouse. So I wouldn't mind seeing him 
next year for those reasons. If you have that veteran presence who's just there to be, you know, the dude, like he's mentioned, Gamble's a good fit. Yeah, he's he's an and like you about the going out and finding a three year deal, you got to find two of those. Still need to f- fill another corner outfield spot. I mean, let's so, at least just start with one. Let's- I know, but in order to get rid of Gamble, you still gotta you need two of them because left and right field would be empty. So yeah, I'd hang on to him. Yeah, we have a question here from Pez N Eight. Says, how much would it cost to poach the top five pitching coaches in the game and fix Keller? <laughs> it's kind of a loaded question. I mean, for one, how much would it cost? I mean, what's available? I don't know. I don't know what pitching coaches make. <laughs> well, well, yeah. I, I mean. <laughs> I don't know that a pitching coach is going to fix Keller at this point. I, I think Keller's going to fix Keller. So much the money. I mean, who, who's really available? I'm not even sure who's truly going to be available next year. Like as far as a pitching coach, even you know, enticed to bring on over. But the next part is, I think Raz getting at too. I, I don't know if it's a pitching coach at all, like at all. He's gone through I two was, of them. Yeah. God, more than that. <laughs> Sent him down. It didn't work either. Oh, Joel Henry, and Henry and couldn't figure yes, it out. Technically speaking, yeah. <laughs> technically speaking, right. But as far as the major league level goes, he's gone through two tenures and a Joel Hanrahan, who has nothing but great reviews on, you know, like there's mm-hmm. a lot of talk around Joel Hanrahan. So you're right. Like, is another pitching coach going to change anything? Is this that his problem? Some guys just aren't very good and can't figure it out. I'm getting to the point where I'm just going to be a believer in that. Also, we haven't really got a good read on Oscar Marine so far. Mm-mm. I haven't really seen him improve anybody. No, it's. He's just kind of flown under the radar. It's been he kind of have much to work with. Part of it is that. I don't want to feel like I'm going soft, but so like for one, like you said, he doesn't have a whole lot to work with. And for two as well, like it's one thing I've always said about this year is going to be weird because like innings management, but I haven't seen much of that. Mm -hmm. That was like my thing going into the season. I thought there would be seeing. Okay. Like for instance, like the, this magical 70 pitch count, like every pitcher Mm -hmm. has, you know, is that because of innings management? Is that because of Shelton stinks or, or what is it? To me, I've always felt that's more of like the innings management part of it. Um, but so regardless, I- I've always felt they might pitch differently and use pitchers differently this year. Uh, I don't think that's too much the case, though. But I'm with you as far as like the pitchers. I-, I haven't really seen like they're doing stuff differently to a degree. But it's not as yeah, if I've but- really seen someone really take off. The one person that you could have said was JT Brubaker. And that's completely yeah. changed now. So maybe Bednar, but but I mean, I think that was just already there. It, it could have been, yeah. Like we 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 don't really know what the past was. It's not like when Ray Sears came in that first year and the entire rotation got better. We're not seeing anybody really get better. No. Um, like I'm I'm trying to think. Like I don't the- know that he's getting. I don't think he's getting the most out of his guys. I'll put it that way. 
It's like nobody's overachieving at all. Right, right, right. You know, like, I'm trying to think of like even like the veterans. Like think of like Rich Rod, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he was, already good. He, he was he was better than what he was, but he was also better than like he just had this part like this gap, which is pretty wild. Um, I think it was like over a season in like a mixture of two combined, where he just like had this really really rough stretch. But outside of that, he was always good, and he still was good. You know, like, like Tyler Anderson was still Tyler Anderson. He, he, I don't really think he overachieved. He was still a four and a half year a guy. I mean, he was out of cores. That also helps usually. Yeah. But I mean, but, he's, he's actually pitching very, very well right now too. So in Seattle, um, yeah, like I just kind of go down the list. You know, like even like Chris Stratton, like he's he's had this stuff. He's most of the people have been about online where they would have been. Yeah. Like I said, the most just, tweaking things, like Rich Rod was nothing but fastball. But his, he was also good before, you know, when he was using his slider mm-hmm. a lot more. Just I haven't seen anyone overachieve. Mm-mm. Like there's nobody that Oscar Marine can go up and put a stamp on. Yeah, I like like when he's building his resume. There's not one guy on this roster that could be like, I fixed him. No, but like you said, like it, it partly is because these guys suck, the, right? You know, <laughs> it, the thing is, the token person would have been Mitch Keller. Like that, that would have been his success if he would have came in. Mitch Keller would have performed. That would be you point your finger and say. All right, Oscar Green did it because that's really the only, the only guy on this team that like has that pedigree, has that behind him that he can come out there and, and be this dude. And it's like, all right, we got Mitch Keller back. Like, good job, Marine. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is kind of like, well, you know, they could be something. Who knows? And if they end up becoming someone, it's like, yeah, okay, but they're still not gonna be like great. You know, like like again, like with Brubaker, he he opened my eyes. Now he's very very bad again, but like. Brubaker, again, was almost that person. Like, wow, Oscar mm-hmm. Green like, made this guy a very, very good rotation guy where I just thought he was going to be like a bullpen guy. So good job, Marine. Yeah. Again, he, he fell off. I don't know if that's all just innings, what it is. Um, but yeah, like Keller definitely would have been that guy, and he's, he's not. But to your point, too, maybe it just is because Keller is, isn't that guy. At some point, you've dealt with a lot of pitchers. One of these guys has to overperform. Come on. Give us something to hang our hat on. I know, man. It's a good point, though. I just... He's I just flown under the radar. I liked... I liked the hirings. Not so much Shelton. Shelton just kind of like, whatever, I'll give him an opportunity. I didn't hate it, didn't mm-hmm. love it. Just was whatever. I liked a lot of the hirings, but so far with what you're saying uh, on both sides, like offensively, and uh and pitching wise it's i'm not impressed by anything yeah i'm not ready to fire any i'm well i'm i could fire shelton whatever i don't really care but i'm not ready to fire marine because of this pitching staff being bad this pitch that was supposed to be bad but if they're if we don't see improvement from anyone next year he might be a spot to get looked at so that's to go back to how it's kind of preferences to begin with, right? Like I, I kind of give this year a bit of a pass because of last year and such. Um, 
I'm with you. It's not as I'm like, I want to fire Marine. I'm not impressed by Marine so far, but I will give it to next year. I think on all the coaching staff, I will give it next year. Next year being like the first, God, if we have a season next year, next year being <laughs> the first year of like almost everything being completely normal, all things remaining the same. That's almost like do or die for everyone. And I, I mean, I think there's no season. If there's no season next year, I'm firing all of them. We'll yes. just start fresh. I'm with you. I would rather not take the chance. Not even going to waste time. Let's just start fresh. Um, Shelton's definitely gone. I mean, my mind's oh, going yeah. with him. Absolutely. For uh, for all the other coaches to this point, I'll kind of give a pass, which sounds like a pass right now, but I'll give him another year. Yeah. I mean, I'm not ready to burn him at stake yet, but I'm also mm-hmm. I haven't seen anything that makes me excited about them being in the future. Yeah. Oh, again. So again, I mean, oh, go ahead. Hitting wise, I think they've done better than. That's what I was going to bring up. Like we talked about the pitching. Yes. So like, let's preface now the hitting part. I don't know, man. Reynolds. uh, That's definitely a guy like you can hang your hat on say like, look at Reynolds. He played well his rookie season. He played terrible last year. Mm -hmm. Now he's playing way above what he played his rookie year. You know? Mm -hmm. So like you can hang your hat on say like Reynolds, look at him. He's a dog. He's good. Other than Reynolds though. I mean, Hayes is. I I think you can look at Ben Gamble, but like that's what I'm saying. Pitching wise, you don't have even a Ben Gamble, mm-hmm. a guy that just he's been nothing, and then he showed up here and he's been productive. Not a star, just a decent role player. We don't have that pitching side. A guy that Ben Gamble's a guy that really never hit. Um, I didn't get to him, but the one guy I was gonna say that. I felt could have too was Sam Howard. I, I really have like Sam yeah. Howard, but he's just been too injured this year that you really haven't seen like the length of sample. You know what I mean? Just like and even to go back to like a Kyle, go back to a Kyle Crick, the guy's slider moved more than maybe anyone's in baseball. It, they just couldn't figure it out. Yeah. I throw Sam Howard in that mix too. Cause he walked everyone under the sun. Yeah, I liked Howard a lot this year. I've I've been really impressed by Howard. Um, again, Bednar has looked good. Stratton, it's yeah. good to see Stratton at a back end role, though. How about Stratton tonight? Yeah, Looking very nice again. It's, it is. That's a nice trade chip that you could possibly get. I know we talked at the deadline about possibly trading Stratton. Think Sherrington did the right thing by holding on to him. Giving we'll him an out. opportunity in the back end. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out. I mean, I don't know what was offered. Uh, I assume not much since he wasn't dealt. Probably not. But I, I like yeah. I like Stratton. I have a lot of faith in Stratton. I've, I've been impressed by him. Um, he does have a lot of movement on that slider. So, and he looked filthy tonight, too. Uh, I don't know. I feel like we're harping again. But yeah, that's a very fair point, like you said, with the coaching, especially the pitching and Oscar Marine. Can we also say like it's like is Tom's it going to last another year? <laughs> I, feel like I don't know how he's lasted as long as he has. We we talk about him more, I think, than any of the coaches and managers, right? This team gets banged. Up. It's baseball. How do you get hurt this much? I get it if you hit in the hand with a pitch, but like tweak Tammy's and do you guys stretch? I mean, just not properly, apparently. Good lord. 
Yeah. I guess they probably just go in the IL to make sure they don't get DFA'd. <laughs> Guy Tom tried it. He got to keep his job an extra like month. I was gonna say, right, like that's I'll take that, right? Got some major league time, <laughs> got some major league money, then get DFA'd. I'll wait. I'll milk out this. Oh, you know what? I'm still mm, still tight. Yeah, it's little, still tight. Tender gotta, coach. <laughs> need a few more days. All right. So, anyways, um, what was I just gonna say? Oh yeah. So, so bring this all back, right? Reel it back in. We talk about Gamble next year. So, and we're talking about the hitting and such. Uh, Colin Moran. And maybe this goes a little bit to the hitting as well. Colin Moran is starting to catch fire again, right? We talked about the injuries and the season he's had. It's been weird because he hasn't really been able to like settle in and just hit. Like he did early on, got injured, and hasn't really come back. But He's been in the lineup again tonight. Again, four hits. What do you think about Colin That's your dude. I know, but we're, I'm I'm okay with it if he's not on the team next year. Are you for real? like we know we know because, what he is because they have Yoshi. Exactly. All no, right. we just know what he is. Like he's gonna probably put up a one ten WRC plus, play average defense, and be under a one WAR. And be a below average hitting first baseman. That's what he is. There are too many first basemen that you can get on the cheap who are better. I, I can't hate it. I just it's to me it's unfair. I I just want to be such a calmer and believer because of what we saw last year, and it carried on over into the beginning of the season. The injuries just blew it up. I want to see one more year of Calm Ram too. I just think you, that you can get a better first baseman for cheap. You probably like, can. He'll every year, he's, he's the same player every year. He's going to be in the bottom like 10 of first baseman hitting wise. What does concern me is is the power. It ain't there. <laughs> um, I, again, like at the beginning of the season, you know, it kind of was. He's come back. Since he's come back from the IL, he's hit two, just two. It was all in the same game. Um, not a whole lot of doubles either. So a little bit little bit worried, but he is playing better recently. I don't know, man. Like, I I would like to see Colin Moran again on this club. Ben Gamble, I would like to see next year, unless they decide to improve. So, okay. Well, you want to improve the outfield before the easier position to improve first base. I know. Well, I was going to say, I guess that kind of goes hand in hand. I think I feel like if they're going to improve on Ben Gamble, then you probably also improve on Colmoran. Colmoran can be improved upon pretty easily. Yeah. Just find some fat guy that can't, that can hit, but not play defense. Yoshi. <laughs> give me all the yoshi i want to see yoshi i really do oh my god i have again my expectations are low i i'm sure this is going to go away but like it it would be fun you talk about like the diamond in the rough you talk talk about like find these players like like the race find every year i know play first base it's yoshi's now hit four home runs again that's not that's a trait he's he's got the power he has actual power he's got four home runs so far like, if this guy, what if it just is finally clicking for him? I mean, he's played well in Japan. 
There was a what if it was finally him? clicking for Nagowski? What if it was finally clicking for Castro? Yeah, but Nagowski oh. couldn't hit for power. He couldn't even hit to the warning track. I don't understand why everyone got so gung ho on that guy. Oh, because he was batting like 450 for two weeks. <laughs> Philip Evans. My God, go down the list. Yeah, Evans. Um, so another question. How do we feel about bullpen cool? That that's that's a very Love good it. question. Three years too late. You lead that off, Tyler. How do you feel about cool in the bullpen? I think it should have been done a long time ago, but I also get why they didn't do it. I let me restart that. I think it should have been done like three years ago. Then when we get to the point where we're at now, I think there was more upside in keeping him in the rotation, just in case somehow he figures out a third pitch. But now we're at a point where it, he's a bullpen guy. It's what he is. I would rather see some other guys in the bullpen, but. I think there's going to be some upside with Cole in the bullpen. That might be another trade ship next year. It's another back-end potential guy if he buys in, which I think might be a question mark. Yeah. You know how I feel about Chad Cole. So he's the one that got away. He couldn't, he couldn't I was afraid do he was going to be another Charlie Morton. I, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't afraid. I knew he was going to be another Charlie Morton, but that didn't pan out. So uh, here's the thing. Like, I'm with you. Talked about the beginning of the year. Chad Cool, to me, could, he has all the makings to be a very, very good reliever. I just also thought he had some traits and the stuff I really liked that he could be a serviceable, a good. I'm not, I never talked about ace, Chad Cool, right? But I felt like he could definitely be a good starter. That, that clearly didn't be, you know, become the case. I I like bullpen Chad Cool. I haven't seen enough from him yet to like really, you know, like, oh yeah, like mm-hmm. he's in the bullpen now and he's doing great. It's fantastic, great move. But I do sense that, you know, he's not going to get any type of return as a starter because he's a bad starter. So let's put him in the bullpen. Let's see what he can do because you are right. I mean, we know how bullpen arms go, like they're always needed. And if he can show that he is really good, then you're right. You might definitely have a chip on 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 you. I'm not. I, I'm not even too so sure about late innings. I mean, let's think about next year. Bednar is the closer, right? I mean, right. Stratton's doing what he's doing. It's not that this bullpen's going to be good again, right? But I feel like this is this is going to be a talk as we talk every single year. Like there are definitely going to be some good, intriguing guys in mm-hmm. the bullpen. It might be a strength, even though the strength is poor. If that makes sense, like this year, right? The bullpen's mm-hmm. gonna be the strength, but the bullpen's like the number twentieth ranked, you know, bullpen in baseball because everything else is ranked like you know twenty ninth and twenty eighth. Uh, so I could see like Bednar, like it's gonna be good. The thing about Cool is I could see him being like what Chris Stratton was this year. Yeah, and that 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 also like makes sense. That that's a lot of value. Like if you can be a two inning guy, especially in this day and age, wherever a starter's going five, maybe six innings. You can have a Chad Cools who's getting the 60-plus innings a year, right? 60, 70, 80 innings a season as a reliever who's – I mean, let's think about, like, Josh Hader. I'm not saying he's going to be Josh Hader, but uh-huh. no means about comparing Cool to Hader. But I think, like, how Hader's been used, right? He's not, like, the late-inning guy. He's not the closer. 
but he was always put out there to give the innings and such. And like, if Chad Cool can be in that type of role, that's I'm thinking like a Chris Davinsky with the Astros a few mm. years ago when he was good. <laughs> yeah, when he was good, and he was good. Very, very good point. And I think he had a, he had a hundred innings that year. Yeah, he was unreal. <laughs> <laughs> and then he turned to a pumpkin. So, but like we're talking about Chad Cool in the bullpen, we also want. Keller in the bullpen. We want Brew Baker in the bullpen. We're running out of guys, but the bullpen. Let's just bullpen. <laughs> Everyone's in the bullpen. We'll figure it out. Let's just do what the Dodgers do to the Pirates every game. Just have nine <laughs> nine guys go at you. As well. Yeah, but I am. Um, again, I don't have much to say about Chad Cool right now because it's been limited time, and he's looked, mm-hmm. he's performed right in the bullpen. But I am anticipating the future and what's to come of Chad Cool in the bullpen. I think he can definitely be really good. Yeah. I mean, he's got stuff for it. If he buys into it, it'll be fine. Gonna have a hell of a bullpen. Too bad there's gonna be no lead to hold. Again. <laughs> We're gonna have all these back end arms that don't have to hold a lead ever. Right. And Dwayne Underwood's going to be throwing 150 innings. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, man. I'm definitely. I'm happy this game happened. The Pirates are winning. Like that's 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 also another thing. Like the Pirates are just winning now. All, it seems like all the bad teams, like the Diamondbacks, has now found like winning. The Pirates have found winning. I don't know. And against the Cardinals, like you said. It's been a f- I'll take I'll take wins over Cardinals. It's been it's been kind of a fun couple of weeks right now. Although if like say for some reason like these games are the reason that they miss out on Elijah Green and we end up with a pumpkin and Elijah Green's a stud in five years, I'm gonna be pissed off. <laughs> All right, it's way, <laughs> way too early to truly talk about I drafts. No, but but no, 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 no. But to your point, something, something I'm going to say. Is it not so far early hype about this upcoming draft? Like for all this, so stuff, much more than this year. That, right, right. For this <laughs> 2021 draft, there was a bunch of players wrapped in it. Because it was like, well, no one really stands out. No one's really that good. I should say, no one's really that, excuse me, no one's that great. They're all good. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this upcoming draft, there seems to be a lot of great that now we're starting to see, well, here's the new number one. And it's not because, well, this person's not as good. It's just, well, wow, this guy's that great too. Well, actually, this guy's really great. So I know what you're saying. That's why I kind of feel too, like with this number one pick, right? So far, we're seeing like these there's like five guys that could be or more that could be like really, really good. As long as they stay in the top, like three to four, um, if they end up like slipping back to him going on a streak and getting like the sixth pick, I'll be a little annoyed. I mean, they're not that good, Tyler. I mean, they're I know, playing but... well, but they ain't that good, Tyler. Look, this is what I think about is in five years, if they miss out on a stud because they went on some stupid streak in 2021, <laughs> Is this going to be the Chris when Wilmer Defoe <laughs> was hitting the ball off the wall? Is like the and they're Chris coming back again? from seven so freaking. The Pirates runs. didn't win thirteen straight games in September. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> we would have a lash agree. Right. The franchise, you know, altering stretch of games. <laughs> right? I mean, the Pirates didn't go on that streak in July. They never would have traded Chris Archer. And guess where we would have been at right now? Probably still terrible because Meadows would have been a pumpkin and glass that would be out of baseball. And Neil would still be the GM. Which still finding out if that's good or not good right now. Yeah. We're still in wait and see mode because everything we talked about this deadline, it's some questions about this deadline. The worst part about baseball is waiting. Marcano's. It's not playing well. Yeah. There's there's no need for anyone who's also clamoring for him to, you know, well, get him up here. Get let the kids play. Sit Polanco because Marcano should be up here. No, uh, no. I'm not quite sure ah. Marcano should be in triple A the way he's performing Marco- in AAA. Marcano might be hitting like 050 if it wasn't for the sl- drag bunts. That's, I think, like what I don't want to say anger, right? But his highlights, that's his highlight. <laughs> that just upsets me. I'm like, yeah, it just makes me, it makes me uncomfortable that this guy, his highlights come from tricks, <laughs> you know, not from like being good. It's not like, oh, you know, you see like Matt Frazier constantly like, you know, tweeting mm-hmm. out this and that video and that video because this home run, that double miss. And it's like, oh, and here's Marcano. He tricked, he tricked the pitcher. <laughs> Look at how fast he is. He beat out a bunt. Right. And I'm just like, oh, that just, mm, it's not good. Does, man. He, does he swing at all? Half, a little bit. <laughs> just enough to go between the pitcher and the second baseman. Good lot. Anyways. Another day, another dollar for that. But um, yeah, I think we've expressed our trade deadline a little bit about Charrington. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. We can maybe wrap this up. Was there anything else that you wanted to talk about? Not this week. We'll see next week. We'll see how another week plays out with Cool in the bullpen, Cool in the gang. Oh, that'll be fun. Cool in the gang next year. Cool in the game. <laughs> all right. Well, then we'll get out of here. Um, I guess we'll see you all next Tuesday morning. Another edition of Starbucks. So, bye bye. Peace out, Girl Scouts. <laughs>